Hi, everyone. Thank you again for joining me in this latest episode of the Left Brain Podcast. Um, In this episode, I'm kind of doing something different. Um, You know, after a long string of episodes that pertains to my my current occupation, which is um, being a caregiver, uh, I feel as I... Um, as of right now, I kind of have a declaration that every now and then I'm going to have these type of episodes where I'm checking in. So I don't know what to name this episode, but basically you're just going to hear me check in with y'all or check in with myself. In that sense, I'm just kind of giving you updates, some little updates on my life. Not, not very detailed. Um, and one update I could tell you about is that, um, I uh <clears throat> I made a grown up decision and made and made good use of my dental insurance. Uh, and I use it to good use, meaning that I um I've had an issue with my front teeth my front tooth specifically for the longest time. When I say the longest time I mean about maybe over the last decade. I had one tooth in particular that was protruding um, forward to to a point where it's, um, um, obviously it was just misaligned with the rest of my front tooth. So I got that not only got checked out, but I only I got a resolution to to remedy that. And thankfully, it was very cost effective. The route was very cost effective and 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 painless in that sense. I essentially got a bridge. From from my front front tooth. If you don't know what a bridge is, a dental bridge is um. It's a. Uh, in my case, um. Uh, the dentist would, would um, would deem um. Which, which set of teeth can be saved. And one, and what can be, do be done without. In my case, it was my front protruding tooth, which they took out. And, and instead of just leaving a gap in my tooth, um, they advised that I get a bridge to just kind of aesthetically uh, fill, that, fill that gap with a, um, with a with, let's, let's call it a bridge, where they group, um, they, they artificially um, make... Um, a group of teeth, particularly in a way from three to four, it's kind of grouped together, um, and they and they um, insert into the spaces where it can fit in, and and make it look like a natural fit in essence. So, in a sense, um, in a sense, I do have new teeth, and that's what the bridge is. Uh, is aesthetically, that's what it presents. The challenges of that is that I just got this, since it's got got this recently, um, the natural flow of my tongue whenever I speak, it gets in the way or it's getting used to it. But if you listen closely to how I speak and my speech patterns, there's a noticeable lisp in it. And that's what I'm getting used to or continue to try to navigate through or... 
hopefully find a way that I can, uh, um, my tongue can uh, find its natural um, flow of, uh, of speech so that a lisp can be less present as I continue to to get used to um, having a bridge in my, my front, as, as part of my front uh, set of teeth. And so that's been a struggle, but it's, but it's just first, first world problems, you know. In a sense, I always had problems with enunciating, enunciating certain letters. So my S's and my T's are not as prominent or not as uh, concise or, or coherent at, at times. So and that's what I'm trying to work on. I had to work on this because I feel like I had to work on this because um, within within the month by now, um, I'll be officiating my my first wedding, and so and I've, I've I had my two friends that I'm going to be um, that are going to be involved in that that wedding who I'm officiating for. Um, it's in the past episodes of this podcast, and they're a part of that and. I'm preparing to um, do everything I can to prepare myself and just know that I, I have to do my due diligence in order to um, do my best as a efficient. And a lot of that includes public speaking. And so, and, uh, and, and to kind of coordinate um, the flow of the ceremony in that sense. And so, um, uh, I guess a thing I, I could touch on is that um, um, this past holiday, a recent holiday has passed, and that was Thanksgiving. Um, I'm so fortunate that every year that um, that I have a tradition to look forward to, you know. So and because growing up, um, since it's just me and my father, we. We never put an emphasis into celebrating Thanksgiving. It wasn't until I was in high school or somewhere in my junior or senior year of high school that I started going to um, uh, so my my friend's uh, um, my friend's parents' place for Thanksgiving, and so and that's been ongoing since. Shoosh. Close to twenty years, I believe. Oh, I might be mistaken. Maybe not that long, but um, it seems that long. It seems kind of. Let's see, I'm gonna say two thousand two, two thousand one, two thousand two. If I'm not mistaken, so so less than twenty years, by eighteen years plus, you know. So, if my math uh, serves me right, so yeah. Um, so little did we know. Um, it was us, group of friends that grew up in the church, in the youth group, and um, the family just decided to open their home to us. And we, I mean, just, ever since then, we just had this this uh, tradition that we had. And so it was pretty much Friendsgiving before Friendsgiving became became a popular word, you know. So and um, and. You know, I, I wouldn't change. I wouldn't change anything for it. You know, so as we've grown older, um, uh, it's become, you know, a little more of catching up with everybody because everybody has their own lives. 
um, not everybody lives in the same town or within town anymore. And so, and uh, it's a great time to catch up. I remember in the early days we uh, we occupied ourselves uh, with with board games and um, and card games, um, just to bring the I guess the level of festiveness and 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 um, the, the feeling of 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 of, of togetherness uh, through that. But over the years, we kind of um, kind of lessened on that. We kind of uh, omit that in, in that sense. And I don't know, just kind of started adulting. You know what I mean by that is just kind of sit around, after our stomachs are full, watch a football game. Maybe talk about current events. Maybe talk about the past. I mean, just whatever's on people's minds, or people um, people would have news to share at times. And so, and um, you know, it's just keeping everybody in in the known in that sense. Um, but nonetheless, no matter how much has changed, no matter how much less or. No matter how how less um, less frequent we get together or see each other, it doesn't uh, change the fact that it's a tradition that um, that's still there, and it's a tradition that I look forward to every year, is to be around this this small group of people that I love so dearly and just spending time with them. Uh, for me, it's just nothing like it, you know, and so. And some one of the few events I look forward to every year, you know, and so I'm very thankful for that. Then the next day, um, I just and this is kind of becoming a tradition as well. Uh, uh, the next day we uh, we gather at another friend's house to have another second round of friendsgiving in a sense, and um, the parents of the family, the parents of the friends that opened up their house to us. Um, it, 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 um, you know, it's just a, they had the sense of mind and, a, and the presence of mind that um, that we're not going to have traditional Thanksgiving feasts two night uh, two days in a row. So what they ought to do is just kind of cook our traditional foods, or maybe um, if not American food, we'll have some Laos food. You know, so so this year we can't. Um, for those who are familiar with the uh, beef noodle soup, um, uh, or in our language we call it pho, um, and amongst the Southeast Asian countries, um, whether it be Vietnam, Laos, Thailand, uh, Cambodia, um, any of those surrounding countries in Southeast Asia, they have their own version of pho. So we just happen to have ours. And that was being served. Now, um, so I had pho, but everybody else had suki. Had this dish called this other noodle dish called uh, uh, sukiyaki. So, and I, the more I thought about it, I should like, oh, I don't have sukiyaki um, very much during the year. That would have been my opportunity to get that. So, but um, nonetheless, I was still satisfied with the pho that I got. Very appetizing. Um, we gathered around watch another football game. Um, so, uh, yeah. So, 
I think, and I'm going to keep this short. I'm going to see if I can wrap this up in the next couple minutes. Uh, I guess the reason why I, I kind of steered away from the, the, from the, from the direction of uh, recording another episode about um, being a caregiver for the for this week is just that, you know, I think it's important to kind of check in with yourselves, you know, and so um, uh, evaluate how you're doing, you know. You know, it's important to give yourself a, uh, a self assessment of how you're doing mentally, physically, whatever it may be. Check in with yourself, you know. So and. Over the years, um, um, I was very actively checking in on people, um, meaning that I would just say, I'll at least say, hey, how you doing? It's been a while. Um, uh, let's catch up. Or I just want to see how you're doing. Um, hope you're doing well. You know, hopefully um, if you get a response, you get a response. But if not, I mean, you just leave it as that. So, but that's my kind of my way of checking in with people, checking with friends, especially out of state. Um, a lot of uh, friendships I cultivated throughout the years, and a lot of these connections are through church camp or through uh, church leadership conferences. And so you, you, you tend to want to keep in touch with people as much as you can. And so, um, and then, uh, you know, just, you know, I, and and to be honest, throughout these eight years of of, of it kind of uh, kind of being isolated, in a sense, not total isolation, but it's just that very uh, um, what's the word? Um, uh, very focused, but uh, um, yes, uh, tunnel vision, very tunnel vision of what you have to do on a daily basis. For um, as being a caregiver, you know, you lose sight of time. And and then if you were the person that were checking in on people, I mean that that becomes less of a priority. I mean you don't do it on purpose. It's just it's just you you're so uh, focused, uh, um, uh, very tunnel vision of what's ahead of you at the time. So and. <clears throat> Um, and I'm very fortunate that people know my situation and they check in on me. And so, and I do my best to return the favor as well. So, and there are a couple of friends out there who continue to do that for me. And I, and I just want to acknowledge that and I just want to say I'm thankful for that. And so, and, you know, it breaks the monotony of, uh, of focusing your attention on one thing. And you allow yourselves to 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 be free, in a sense that um, you allow yourselves to um, um, to live, in a sense. You allow yourselves to to remember what it's like to to have involvement of of, of other people in your lives, you know, and so. People who invested in your lives and you invested in theirs, and so it's just like it just allows you to uh, just most important, just like, like I said, just to remember, and then 
hopefully by remembering all this, um, it allows you to be present within yourself, that you're not just one thing, that you're so uh, uh, tunnel vision or very focused on. You're more than that, you know, and you mean more than that to other people as well. So, and you know, at times I, I lost sight of that. So, and it's just let this be a reminder to all of us who may be in positions um, that that I'm just, you know, let me rephrase that. Let this be a reminder to all of us that you know you're not a monolith. You're not. You, you're not just a. Um, um, a person that's just that's just um have a singular uh, purpose in life, you know. And so, um, you're allowed to have a life, and we lose sight of that at times. And you know, it's just like um, it's very. Cliche to say, very obvious to say, but it's it's very important to find a balance between what you do for others and what you do for yourself as well. So, so with that being said, I just um wanted to record this episode, just kind of uh, like I said, just checking in with myself. If you're listening to this, um, I hope that there's something you can take away from this. Um, it's important to check in with yourselves. You know, you go through the the daily grind of what you're doing, whether it's work, whether it's um, selflessly uh, serving others. Um, make time for yourself, you know. So, um, again, allow yourself to live. So, uh, so with that being said, uh, I'll catch you all next week. All right. And thank you again if you uh, made it this far into the episode. And hopefully you'll continue to listen and, and continue to take this journey with me. All right. Thank you.